Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's a lovely Friday. This is Market View with Adrian Abraham. Joining me today is Sean Chong. Sean, how are you? I'm good, Adrian. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good, Sean. Uh, we made it to Friday. Um, we all deserve a pat on the back. It's been a very long week, but glad to be here with you. Let's start with how Asian markets have opened this morning, Sean. So, so uh, Australia is uh, extending its losses. It's uh, down by about 0.3% right now. And uh, the same same story for Japan's Nikkei as well. This one's red, but by about 1%. So even uh, more red like, oh, in Japan. This one's after the, uh, the GDP data released. Uh, of course, they, the GDP data shows that it's a re- downward revision to about 0.7% for quarter on quarter, which is a sharper slide compared with the 0.5% decline, which was estimated earlier. Uh, on the note as well, the topics is uh, down as well by about 0.7%. Uh, elsewhere in Asia, let's pay attention to the Reserve Bank of India because today they will be releasing its rate decision and it looks like there is a unanimous forecast there that the bank will keep its uh, benchmark policy rate steady at 6.5% for the fourth straight time. Uh, Cosby, this one though, is in the green. So we have, uh, you know, this is uh, some positive uh, numbers are coming out in Asia. And it looks like it might be continuing its winning streak, Adrian. Because this, and this winning streak to the upside has been fueled by index heavyweights. Uh, at the last session, the chip makers in particular did heavy lifting. It rebounded with Samsung Electronics rising about 1.1% and SK Hynix by about 0.6%. Uh, and of course, uh, how can we forget to put our eyes on K-pop-related stocks? They continue to pop to the upside because uh, we are looking at uh, about at YG Entertainment in particular. It has surged by more than 20% so far on contract renewals for all four of its Blackpink members. So at this rate, Adrian, it looks like this is a stock name that's set to be continuing to go boom Yeah, it's been the flavor, not just of the year, but of the last uh, couple of years, maybe 18 months, K-pop and the rise, particularly when it comes to uh, the stock market. Let's uh, turn our attention to other corporate news. Sean, yes. we talked about AM. D yesterday, right? That's correct. Today, oh, yesterday, shares rose 9.9%, of course, after our conversation. Wow. <laughs> to close at $128.37, marking the stock's best day since May and the highest close since June. Now, the surge comes a day after it launched a new artificial intelligence chip that will compete against NVIDIA to power AI applications. Sean, tell us more about this and what <laughs> NVIDIA is doing to react. What, what, what a move, what a move. Okay, so first and foremost, we, we know that the AMD CEO, Lisa Sushi, discussed the previously announced Instinct MI300X. This is a large graphics processor designed for AI-oriented servers. And of course, she said that Microsoft and Meta had committed to using the chip. So wow, some very big clients there. And so NVIDIA, we know also they are, of course, the dominant. Uh, they are the champion of the AI chip market for the past year. And the cloud power providers and technology companies have been searching for an alternative to save costs and provide flexibility. So it looks like not only do these chips have to work, I guess uh, it's also about who can do it at a cheaper price ultimately. So it looks like um, they did uh, AMD at least they would be able to take a chunk of this pie because, you know, they 
the projection is only about $2 billion in AI GPU sales in, con- in relative to NVIDIA, who is posting one at $16 billion, So that's eight times more in performance. That's quite a long way to go. And also, since we are talking about AI space and about pops to the upside on stock, we, we, how can we not mention Google as well, Adrian? I mean, this one, wow, what a pop to the upside as well, 5%. And that's also, be- and I think um, we have to bring Google into this conversation because it, this was, it, it, I'm not talking about AI, uh, feeling good about AI. This one was having very good excitement for Gemini. And that, and that is the reason why they had this uh, biggest percentage increase in 2023, 5% to the upside. And, you know, I know ultimately, I think when you start looking at all at the AI, you know, every industry, every market will have its favorites. But what will be more important is who can get these users to interact with these models and pay for it. And that's exactly what's going on with AMD right now and uh, NVIDIA and, and on, by extension, Google, because Google will, no, will be huge on this space, no doubt. Did you know that it has 1.8 billion Gmail users? And with a B, Agent, 1.8 billion yeah, and, I'm and, not surprised. I mean, I have a lot of unread email. I'm not, uh, it doesn't shock me that multiple people are on Gmail. It's what a lot of organizations use as well. And here it gets better. This is just one part of what Google does. Okay, we don't even include any of the Google business. We don't even include YouTube. Just Gmail alone, 1.8 billion. So imagine if you wake up in the morning and then you ask Gmail to respond to all your emails. That's, and it's literally going to be able to do so in your voice. And that is exactly what Gemini is going to do. That's not where we are today, but that's where we could be heading. So it looks like there's going to be upside and there's going to be room for this platform to be making quite a lot of money, Adrian. That's amazing. I could clear 90,000 emails at one exactly. shot. But then again, I mean, it needs to be proofread. You don't want to be sending emails without checking them just in case there are a couple of errors in there or... You know what I mean? Uh, so that, that could be embarrassing. That that could be embarrassing, <laughs> yeah. Sean. Imagine, right? But, and, then, so. <laughs> the, and then you turn up to work and you're called in for a meeting. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Hang on. Did I just do that? So and instead of saying the dog it did the same, oh my AI did it. Yeah. yeah. So I and, think I think that's the direction <laughs> we're we're heading now. And uh, under another direction, that's where we are going. Like AMD on it, they went on upside. The eleven dollar move to the upside is a ten percent jump at the last session, thirteen percent up for the month, Adrian. So this one is really breaking out. And as well, since you mentioned AMD and NVIDIA, well, fun fact for you, did you know that Lisa Su and Jensen Huang are distant cousins? Wow. You know, yeah. I, the thing is, right, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but that's, that's a very interesting fact. Distant bit, of, bit of Friday trivia yeah, for exactly. you. Exactly. They're both Taiwanese. They're both distant cousins. And right now, I think, wow, the similarities in these two companies are about to perhaps have some convergence at some point. And look, it's even come down to the fact that Lisa Su is now wearing leather jackets. It's <laughs> so, not going to be a very um, family-friendly uh, Christmas this year oh, or, or, or Chinese New Year um, uh, coming up. I would love to be a fly in the wall in oh, that conversation yeah. if that happens. <laughs> so, so many, many things we excited I think, about. I think before they even start talking, they'll be surrounded by bodyguards. So maybe won't even get there, you know. So, so maybe we, just a hologram appears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, with AI. Yeah. You know, I wonder if they're going to use Gemini. <laughs> so, so, yeah, a lot of things to be excited about, I think, for, uh, for AMD and for NVIDIA and, well, in, in, by extension, Gemini and Google. Yeah, great space to be. Some, some competition for NVIDIA that 
at one point looked like no one was going to catch them. Uh, let's move on to um, a man who makes news every single day, Elon Musk, um, the Tesla CEO as well as uh, with X. Now, he's asking the U.S. Supreme Court to undo a settlement agreement uh, that he and the automaker struck with the Securities and Exchange Commission requiring a company lawyer or a Twitter sitter to review and approve his Tesla-related tweets. Hmm. I would not... I'll be very curious to know who this Twitter sitter is because you know how erratic Elon Musk could be. Exactly. It would be really, really hard to be like, hey, you know, I need to Twitter sit to you. So in a petition on December 7th, uh, Musk's attorneys alleged that the Twitter sitter provision in the agreement violated their client's free speech rights. They argue that Musk was coerced into agreeing with unconstitutional conditions. Quite a statement there. Very big words, big words. So the SEC charged Musk with civil securities fraud after he posted a series of tweets in 2018 saying that he had funding secured to take Tesla private for $420 per share and that investor support for such a deal was confirmed. Now, trading in Tesla was halted after his tweets and shares remained volatile in the weeks that followed. What are you expecting out of all of this now? Well, first and foremost, is that, is that even news that Tesla shares are volatile? I mean, yeah. <laughs> not, it's, <laughs> it's not for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. Definitely not. Uh, and I, well, I mean, they, they, the settlement says that it restricts Musk's speech even when truthful and accurate. And, well, it kind of makes you wonder, has he ever been truthful and accurate? I mean, I'm sure he has, but it's really hard to tell with him because, you know, he, he, he is erratic. Uh, he does like to, you know, cre- create a lot of sensational comments and really go on rampages against pe- uh, things and issues that he feels very passionate about, like or dislike both, both ways. You get a lot of comments from him. So maybe it's a good thing, you know, in that sense, uh, for to have such a restriction on him. But, you know, what? He owns a platform. He owns Twitter. So yeah. are you going to stop the boss? X. 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 <laughs> Let's get it right. For our last word, been a week that had a lot of news with gaming, right? I told you about GTA earlier oh, this yeah. week. Now, Sony has teamed up with accessibility experts to release, wait for it, a PlayStation 5 controller for disabled gamers, which is a game changer. Okay, so what is a disabled uh, controller? Or so, what's, 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 the access controller is a highly customizable kit of different oh. buttons, triggers, and sticks, and lets players create a setup that suits their needs. Now, Microsoft's adaptive controller, which can be used on Xbox and PC, has been on the market since 2018. But this is the first device of its type to be specifically designed by Sony for the PS5. The idea is that you unbox it, then you can start using it right away as a PlayStation controller. This, according to Alvin Daniel, who's the senior technical program manager at Sony Interactive Entertainment. You've seen the picture, Sean. It's uh, yeah. pretty cool. And, and you know what? What I thought is really nice is that, you know, they said it's customizable according to your requirements. And, you know, and I guess uh, it's very inclusive, if, especially if, you're, you're dis, you know, if you have va- your disabilities would require you to put certain things in certain, done in a certain way quite uh, specifically. So, and it's good to know as well that this is able, this is all in one unit there's no need to buy additional accessories no need to get third party buttons and you know assemble everything so it sounds pretty one stop yeah it's uh, it's fantastic i think what what sony's doing with the playstation 5 making the, not only the control but all these games more accessible and i think that's a direction which some of the other uh, game platforms should be doing as well now think about it if you had a dream playing let's say 
EAFC 24 is not FIFA anymore, <laughs> yeah. or NBA, and you were never able to play it on the PS5, well, hello, welcome to this new controller. Now you can use the controller to start winning three, uh, your three-pointers like your Stephen Curry. Wow, you know, honestly, more people might actually buy it. You might not have to be disabled to use these controllers, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you, see, if you feel comfortable and more user-friendly, why not? And on that note, well Sean... Done. We'll wrap up Market View. I'm Adrian Abraham with Sean Chong on a lovely Friday. Sean, have a great weekend and uh, I'll see you back next week. And same to you, Adrian. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.